1: or do you really know what you're talking about? Can you remember what your thoughts were when it was announced David Tennant was going to be the new Doctor? Um,
0: Yeah, because the only only thing I'd seen him in before that was the live version of Quatermass. Do you remember that? I remember him being uh, in it, but
1: I, 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 I I never encountered the live version. The only thing I know David Tennant from before Doctor Who was that, oh yes, he was in this... You know, remake of Quantum That's all I knew.
0: Yeah. Well, that's I'd, I'd seen him because he he was notified while fit doing the live version on his phone uh, that he had been offered the role as the Doctor. Mm. Um. But yeah, I'd I'd seen him in that, and I thought, eh, yeah, he's all right. Um. So yeah, they 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 announced him, and it was very much a a bit like with Matt Smith when they announced him. It was a bit much of a oh, okay, that, I don't know, I don't know about this guy. I don't know who it is um but there was a there was quite a big fuss wasn't there when he was announced um because i, I think cuz cuz Broadchurch was afterwards wasn't it or was it before i've never seen broadchurch i before.
1: think it was concurrent i think so, yeah
0: it, i think it might have been um because i seem to remember there seemed to be a general fan opinion that that he was a really good actor It's like we really, oh he's good he's oh. Um, and I must admit I enjoyed him in Quatermass I thought he he should have played Quatermass Um, I thought I thought uh, the role was quite miscast Mm. Um, uh, as much as I like the actor I forget his name now the guy from Lockstock um, I like him but I thought he was very miscast as Quatermass very have you seen it since? have you ever seen it?
1: no no, okay. not it's, since. It's
0: it's um, wonderfully disappointing. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's amazingly disappointing. You suddenly realise why they don't bother doing live television anymore. There's a reason, you know. Hmm. This you can't do a lot with it. Um, but yeah, he's. I think I, I I don't think it would be a an exaggeration to say that David Tennant is the best thing in it. Um, and you remember him, whereas you don't remember the performance from everyone else. And I don't know whether that's because he's, he's a very experienced stage actor. And obviously a live performance on telly is akin to stage acting. So he, I think he was perhaps more able to put in the character than, than some of the other actors were. Right. But yeah, I was, very, I was like, okay, impress me. You know, I, I really didn't know anything about him other than that, to base a judgement. All
1: right. Well, before he started, um, you know, what were your feelings on who as, you know, the Eccleston era finished?
0: Yeah, so I enjoyed, I was a bit annoyed at the time because uh, I'd enjoyed Eccleston and then obviously it came out very quickly um, that he wasn't staying on. Um, I thought thought Eccleston's first season was very much a, a mixed bag. I enjoyed bits of it. I didn't enjoy other bits. I didn't much like his gurning, but I did enjoy some of the darker toned stuff. I thought it was really starting to pick up um, to the finale. Um, But yeah, I was. I'd become. I'd sort of got back into being a Doctor Who fan at that point. I thought, okay, you've got me back in now. Mm -hmm. I, I will watch it. But I think much more of a casual. Uh, sort of viewer a collector so I was buying up all the lovely merchandise that was coming out finally after years of <laughs> being lucky if you had a, you know, a postcard um, so I was very much a collector of the stuff but I was very much a, a, a viewer of the programme rather than f- sort of a rabid fan I don't think I would have worried too much if I'd have missed an episode I,
1: th- I think that very neatly sums it up for me as well yeah yeah I was watching it, but you know i wasn't yeah. hugely I was invested it. in it yeah
0: but I, mm. I remember i used to I used to have a couple of uh, friends at the time that also watched it, and we would sort of whenever we gathered we would discuss it and the general opinion and I think possibly from fandom as well was it, it was it was okay but it's not aimed at us anymore mmm which is a good thing. I don't think it should be aimed at me personally, otherwise it'd be a very strange programme full of kittens. Um, <laughs> but it very much felt like this was Doctor Who for a different generation.
1: But you go um, along with it because, you, you know... Yeah, you do, yeah. you,
0: and do you know what? I, I enjoy what I enjoy. I can watch a programme or a film because of one scene or one actor. I don't need to to you know there's i don't need to enjoy the whole thing it doesn't have to be perfect i think that's the trouble nowadays is people it's either perfect or it's utter draughts isn't it mm, there's yeah. no middle ground for anyone anymore on stuff so i can enjoy something for performance i've watched films because it's got you know one of my favorite actors in or something like that and the rest of the film's terrible um so yeah i i enjoyed the episodes for what they were they they felt quite lightweight I didn't like the forty-five-minute format. I thought it uh, didn't lend itself to to any of the guest characters. So, like we discussed last week, that Richard Wilson is like poof, it gone. Mm. Now, if that would have been a four-part classic, he would have been stretched across three episodes. Oh yeah, and you've got time to to get to know him and to 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 you know to to experience that character. And I found I very much I think it's the the Companions were too... Or Rose was featured too much. It was basically the Rose show mm. with guest starring Doctor Who.
1: Well, that, that yeah. again, you've neatly summed things up there as well. That is my problem with this, this time of Who yeah. is it was the Companions show. I, I don't care about her mother. I don't care about, you know, yeah. the soap opera element, you know. And like you said last week, you know, Rose is not a very... Likeable person, really. Um, No,
0: and I think, especially in tonight, because I I think I said I can't remember where I mentioned you on, on Mike or not. That that this was sort of the point where fandom started. You did, yes. A certain part of fandom started to fall out with, with Rose and the Tenth Doctor and the way they were playing it. And mm. that did come back to me in full force, watching this.
1: Yes, I mean we'll we'll talk about that shortly. Yeah, we'll but yeah. yeah, my my abiding you know memory of the David Tennant era is what I say. You know, I I don't care for the soap opera element. I don't care like you use the word gurning for Christopher Eccleston. But boy, David Tennant could gurn, um, and much like um, Christopher Eccleston, I like David Tennant when he's not. Being the clown and not gurning, and he's a blooming good actor.
0: Yeah, I, I think I, I don't know whether, I, 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 I perhaps I like David Tennant a bit more than you do, but I do, I, I really enjoy his portrayal of the Doctor. But he, he does have a set number of, of responses. Mm. Um. So you, you, you get the uh, childlike innocence, or you get the. Sucking your teeth, well, yeah. type thing, and that's a Or you get the the manic, almost CBBC
1: bulging eyes.
0: Yeah, bulging eyes, mugging. Yeah, and that sort of seems to be the thing. So, yeah, I I I I, I see what you you're you're saying there. That yeah, he when it when he do, when he flexes his acting chops in, in, I mean especially like I know a lot of people don't like it. Is that um, i think it's called midnight the one that's just him and some people on a shuttlecraft that's it i think that's brilliant and i think he's really good in stuff like that and when he's serious he's good and he can he's almost got that tom baker ability to to turn on a sixpence mm. between dead serious and making a quip really good at quips but when they do the air quotes comedy bits mm. I think it falls horribly flat for me.
1: We've got some Um, here, haven't we? In in, we have
0: indeed. Yes. yes. Um, Yeah. So possibly far too much. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) yeah, like I say, I mean, where we when we have this doctor rating thing, things you know, doctors can go up and down the scales, and I I was quite surprised. I was expecting more more gushing uh, between the two of them in this one, and it wasn't too bad um that's another problem i've got with the david Tennant thing it's it you know it, it's just building this whole adoration of the doctor by yes. the companion and i've got yeah a this problem is with that. I,
0: I suppose because I, I i've sort of forgotten this is like the second this is his second full episode isn't it mm. um so we're still we haven't quite got to the point of utter adoration between but doctor, it's
1: on its right, way, you so, can
0: tell. Well, it's on its way and you you've got hints at it here and certain bits. But yeah, it's it, it's it's not it's not ruined the programme at this point. At and, this point. Um, yeah, at this point. And I quite I mean I I quite like the way Billy Piper plays a lot of the scenes here. Um, she's settled down a lot from even from Christopher Eccleston's time, I mm. think. Um, but they there's there's certain bits here where I think the director, unless that's what they were aiming for, the director should have s- stepped in and sort of. I almost feels like they should he should have said to David Tennant and Billy Piper, take it a bit more serious.
1: Yeah, yeah, rein it yeah. in a bit.
0: Yeah, rein it in.
1: Mm. All right. Um,
0: well, before we talk about it, and
1: we're only one David Tennant story in. Where where yeah, yeah. does he go on your line of? Doctors, where would you stick Doctor Ten?
0: Um, I would. I generally like him. I will happily sit and watch his episodes. Um, I would probably put him above, just above Sylvester McCoy.
1: But that's still quite low, then. Then he's it's still did.
0: very low. Yes, but if if you said to me, and I like Anne, uh, David Tenton is a favourite. Certainly, a favourite Doctor from the new series, and possibly, possibly from the old series as well. Um, but yeah, I, I will happily watch a David Tennant. But if you if you plunk down two videos, a David Tennant one and perhaps a John Pertry yeah, I'm going to be watching the John Pertry yeah. one. I, I I'm biased to classic Who. I know this; it's my Who. But I think I think David Tennant. He, I thought, he made Doctor Who popular now the new version so I mm. think Chris Requison started a great thing of people saying okay this is this 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 works this is pretty good and I think David Tennant was the one that he was the rock star mm. doctor um, so I, I, I greatly appreciate him and what he's done for the program and every time I see him he's super enthusiastic mm. um, he's you know he, he again, uh, again we say this all the time or I certainly do in person, he's much nicer than he was. Than the character, actor. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird. It's interesting. This is the one where we actually get his real Scottish accent. Yes, as Anne said, God, don't it sound fake? <laughs> so, You're so used to his yeah. English. Yes, yeah. 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 I mean, he's, he's a really good actor. I mean, the other thing we should mention as well is that that weirdly, and this wasn't done for any any strategic purpose or anything. So last time we had a. Stephen Moffat script, Mm -hmm. who became the showrunner. This time we've got Russell. Yeah. Um, So, what's your view on Russ? Let's let's just let's have a quick discussion about what's your view on Russell T. Davis.
1: I, mm, um, like you were saying, you know, um, you know, last week, you know, he was a very canny producer to actually relaunch. Doctor Who the way he did to appeal to a far wider audience than you know was customary for the show and that's good but I think his his background in you know in, in, in TV shows through I, I don't know I mean I'm, we, we yeah. need to see more Russell T. Davis stories they, they, they just seem a bit there's a high emphasis on you know the companion. And, yep. and and the doctor over the actual story or the threat and my my abiding memory is his stories they don't have an awful lot of substance to them and I think that's yeah. quite true in this one.
0: Yes, I, th- I think you're you're you've hit the nail on the head there. So he's he's writing a story about the companion mm. where the doctor is a guest star yeah. and the the setting is incidental. Yep. Um. I. I you know, I I enjoy his writing, but he does have. I won't say they're flaws because he can obviously write much better than I can. Um, but there there's sort of he falls into tropes and ways of doing things that that grate a little bit. Mm. To, certainly to me, but that's I think that's true of all the stuff I've seen him do. Um,
1: but what you're saying oh, there, issues. everything you've just said there, do you think you could say that about Stephen Moffat as well?
0: Yeah, even more so. I think I think Russell T Davis is a, a, a certainly a stronger writer than uh, Stephen Moffat. Um, in that Stephen Moffat, I think has he. So I, I equate Stephen Moffat with Terry Nation. In that he's got a couple of good ideas and he will bloody used that to pad his <laughs> career out. Because um, Stephen Moffat's story, like I say, Stephen Moffat. Everyone goes on about how well Stephen Moffat writes for females. No, he doesn't. Stephen Moffat can write one female character, which is basically David Tennant in a dress, mm. and all his, all his, all Stephen Moffat's female characters speak in exactly the same voice. Yeah. Yeah. The same cadence, the same way. Everyone's a quippy Buffy character. Yeah. So I think. I think Russell T. Davis is much more, much more rounded as a writer, but he does suffer, I think, from the almost the kitchen sink uh, writer sort of way of doing things. I don't think he's a particularly great science fiction person. And I think that shows in his scripts that mm. it's you, you could, a lot of his scripts, you could take the sci-fi element out and you wouldn't have to change much in them.
1: Well this story here we're going to talk about tonight I mean no. when we reach the end I still don't understand you know just no. some parts of it um
0: he hmm. was he was very much the the the, the techno babble writer yeah. yeah that you know it, it it's almost magic in it this is I think and, and perhaps this is this is the issue that modern who is fantasy not science fiction Hmm. It's, it's just not science fiction, whereas classic who could could have fantasy elements, but it was mainly science fiction so so you had much more rigid uh, plotting, much more rigid uh, you couldn't get away certainly up till J T, zero you couldn't get away with saying it was magic no whereas this this is there's nothing scientific about tonight so as Anne, as an said under the climax. What the
1: hell was that? I don't understand yeah. it. We'll talk about that um, c- coming up. Yeah, but get yeah. To, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Well, so, interesting. Sorry, interesting. Well, you because you said last week that um, that you remember watching this with your son when he was a kid. Yeah. So did he sit and watch it with you?
1: No, we haven't had a chance. Oh. I did ask him, and he went, "Oh, it's in Scotland, and there's a werewolf." But that's right. all he, thought, he, he could remember.
0: Uh, I thought he was biased against it. I'm not watching that. It's in Scotland. <laughs>
1: no, I'll tell you what. I think part of the bias might be um, is that, you know, you know there's that adage about, you know, your favourite doctor is the one you see yeah. for, where, where, when you first encounter the show. Yeah. Which it doesn't really hold true because if that was the case, then mine would still be John Pertwee and yours would be yeah. John Pertwee as well, I guess.
2: Yeah. And it
1: wouldn't be William Hartnell. But it does hold true with our daughter. Our daughter still prefers David Tennant because that's the first one she watched. Um, But our son, the very first one he watched, you know, when it was a brand new show was uh, Christopher Eccleston. But his favourite's Tom Baker.
0: Yeah. So it shows he's got taste.
1: Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, that's my (laughs) boy. yeah alright well while, while we're talking about other doctors uh, before we start talking about this uh, story um, I think this is a very uh, easy question to answer can you see another doctor in this role in this story Queen Victoria and a werewolf in Scotland not with uh, Rose but you know with no. their, their companion of the time can you see this working with other doctors
0: yeah I think I think this is because the this, this story is not really tied I mean, almost the Doctor and the story in this are uh, unconnected mm. to, to a major event. Yeah, I, I could see this working for Tom Baker. I could Tom see Baker and Sarah
1: Jane, easy.
0: Jane. Pat Pat Troughton and Jamie, I could oh, see this Jamie working Jamie would for. be
1: very happy to be back in Scotland. Yeah,
0: it, w- it would be amazing because it would have to be a man in a furry suit running around. That might have been better.
1: It w- um, what do you mean, might? <laughs>
0: yeah, it definitely would have been... Oh, dear. Um... Yeah, I could see this story working for other things. And I don't know whether this is... Because Terence stick said this, didn't he? That, that when you're writing stories for a new Doctor, you've no idea what the guy's going to play it like. So you just put in, basically, the Doctor and give him some lines. Right. And I, I think that this is probably the same thing. So I think I think that, uh, uh, that Russell T. Davis has written this, not blandly, but with no real... No, nothing... Works to tenants' favour. No. Not to say that it, it, it works against what he's doing, but there's no, there's nothing in here that, like you say, would tie it. That you go, yeah, this is a tenant script. If mm. you if you were reading this and you didn't, you'd never seen Doctor Who. You 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 could you could slot this into anywhere, really.
1: Well, you could do an audio drama. Yeah. I mean, you know, if yeah. say, say Elizabeth Sladen was still alive, you could you could have. Yeah. Tom Baker and her read the script and do an audio version, and you wouldn't need to change much at all.
0: No. Maybe the no, bit about Ian Jewry.
1: I can't see the fourth doctor liking Ian Jewry. No. Hmm. No.
0: I can't really see David Tennant's doctor liking Ian Jewry. No. All right. Russell T. Davis likes Ian Jewry. That's what's happening there.
1: Well, there we go. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get started then, shall we? My father didn't treat it as a story.
2: He said it was fact. He even claimed to have communed with the beast, to have learned its purpose. I should have listened.
1: His what was hindered, he made enemies. There's a monastery in the Glen of St. Catherine. The Brethren opposed my father's investigations.
2: Perhaps they thought his work ungodly.
0: That's what I thought. But now I wonder, what if they had a different reason for wanting the story kept quiet? What if they turned from God and worshipped the wolf? And what if they were with us right now?
1: Like last week, I've only the vaguest memory of this. Right. Um, you know, like, it's a werewolf. Queen Victoria, Pauline Collins. And yeah. and when some, some things happened, like the bald monks, and it's like, oh, yes, yeah, there's bald monks in this. But I had no memory whatsoever really? of this story. What to
0: be? To be honest, the this the and we, we may say this a lot in this episode. The bald monks offer nothing to this story. not the, all these disparate elements offer nothing. You could remove and swap all these disparate elements with anything, yeah, and it would still work in exactly the same way. This is, it it feels very much like. You know, you know the old way when you used to do like writing classes and that. You would do the old write every, write different elements onto post-it notes and then mix them around mm. to get your story. This is what this feels like. Someone's gone post-it note with werewolf on post-it note. Whatever, what else is popular? Well, people like people like kung fu and that, don't they? Matrix. Oh, let's get some matrix stuff in it. What else do they like? Oh, they love a period piece. Yep. Yeah, what's Victorian? And you can imagine them writing all these elements mm. down and then going. How are we going to get a story out of this? Uh, let's yeah. cobble it together. Well, um, these monks do nothing. I mean, this, I, I, weirdly, I as soon as this started, I remembered everything about it. It was like someone had switched a switch in my head that I immediately remembered it. And the thing I remembered before with this was that at the time, there was a BBC ident dent that involved loads of shouting monks spinning about do you remember like you know when it's like next on bbc and it's one mm-hmm. of those items and it was exactly it was and this is what this whole fight scene reminds me of is is a bbc ident because they had one where it was like shaolin oh nuts.
1: i remember that yes remember? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah yeah and it was like because because this i mean it, it this is problematic in so many ways they like say we never really find out what these monks are doing or why they're doing what they're doing no. or anything like this. But then in the fight scene itself, so they throw their their uh, broomsticks in the air, leap stupidly <laughs> over the people to come down behind them, catch their broomsticks, giving the people enough time to turn it. what what did that accomplish? Mm. Nothing. No. <laughs> it was other than it looks good in the trailer.
1: <clears throat> I mean as i say, i've I've, i have no memory of it so again i wrote notes as as i went along and and the first thing is ninja monks question mark crouching tiger in doctor who question mark and as you say there is absolutely no reason what ninja monks
0: yeah what again this is uh, like I say someone thought ninja monks were a good idea and they've just shoehorned it in here it serves no purpose no whatsoever because they
1: don't really use that ability later
0: no do none, they? none whatsoever they just stand outside and do nothing mm. they, in fact they use they fire at people with rifles what's the point can you imagine I mean I'd have done it where you you know you open up on the household so you get to know the, the lord and that uh, and have one of his staff betray them or something you know do it Mm. Do it a bit more interesting than monks turn up and hit everyone with broomsticks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, they take over this house, this house we don't know the they name did, of yes. yet, and they lock up the stuff and they put a box in the cellar. Yeah. Um, and then we have the opening titles... Um,
0: yes, I like the titles. I like the music. I like changed, I li- changed a little bit from. Paris yeah, and I like it.
1: that change. I remember liking mm. the. Uh, they bring the string section up more yes. in the mix, don't they? Um, I like that. That's that's yeah. really good. Just,
0: just just a little remix, but it's enough to. It's like, yeah, it's a good one. I think it's it's one of my favourite ones of, of since it's come back. The uh, this this mix of the theme song. Yeah. Yeah. I think next season they just they get it to perfection, but this one this one's good.
1: All right, okay, um, yeah, and we we go in the tardis, and yeah, this, yeah.
0: this is um, I, this this is this sums up my memory of the tenant years in a nutshell. Right, <clears throat> Pratting about. in the TARDIS and being overly pleased with themselves
1: smug is my word I've got here. smug doctor and this is one of the things I remember disliking about the tenant era as well he is very smug um and likes Ian Jury um yes now that doctor who has a history of cultural references and this shouldn't bother me and I don't know why it does. I mean, you know, I, maybe I'm being snobbish. You know, maybe it's okay for the Doctor to say that he met Copernicus or Leonardo da Vinci. But I don't, I think it's just a bit too modern for me. I, I can watch, you know, yeah. I'll, um, I'll Ian bopping away to the Beatles in the chase. And yeah. that's fine because, you know, that's quite far back. But I think it's just too recent for me.
0: Well, it's, I mean, again, this this is a very a very sort of era type thing and it is to have contemporary or semi-contemporary music in a show Mm. Um, most modern dramas do it most most things and Doctor Who said so like in um, uh, the second Eccleston one we get Britney Spears Toxic Mm. which is 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 both annoying but also they made a joke out of it so it's like okay I, I can do that you know fine but this one, you get the feeling that they went, whose music can we get the rights to? Mm. Oh, we can get this, this, and this. Oh, okay, we'll use it. Uh, and you get the feeling that this this scene was written because they could get the rights to Ian Jerry. Nothing, I mean, if anything, why isn't the way the Doctor dresses, way he acts, why, it would, surely it'd be more new romantic mm. music or, you know, a bit of Adam and ants Because, again, other than the fact that they're, this is backwards plotting in it. They're going. It's. We got a story set in 1879. Why are they in 1879? Oh, by accident. Where was the doctor trying to get? Oh, 1979.
1: Okay. Yeah, Gary Newman. Well,
0: why is yeah? Why is he going to 1979? Oh, uh, well, we get a music track in here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you, you get the feeling it's backwards plotting.
1: Yeah. It, it There's no reason well be. for him
0: to go to 79. I mean, especially I. I do like. Is it City uh, of Death, where the doctor says. Seventy nine is more of a table wine. Yes, yes. I think that, that's you know that's much better idea.
1: I can't see the Fourth Doctor like in Ian Jury.
0: No, I can't. No, I can't. I can't. I mean, nothing wrong with Ian Jury. I quite like some of his music. Oh, I'm not.
1: I'm not running down the fella at all. Absolutely no, not. I,
0: I can't see the character with the Doctor bopping away to it.
1: No, n- n- not when he was like yeah. seven hundred years old. But now he's God knows how old at yeah. this point. It, o-
0: it also. This is one of consistent inconsistencies with New Who, so when needed, the Doctor is socially inept and has no concept of uh, pop culture. But also, when needed, the Doctor knows all about pop culture yeah. and can make specific pop culture references. Um, it, it 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 it's quite bizarre. I quite i i quite enjoyed Matt Smith's sort of take on that the Doctor is basically a child and naive and doesn't get any of this stuff Mm. much better than I like this. It feels wrong for the doctor to like the stuff we like.
1: Yeah. And we've got a couple of things in this story as well, where he turns to Rose and says, am I being rude? And it's just, it's a bit ham fisted, isn't it? It's not. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, they go out of control and I've got here, Oh dear, TARDIS out of control. Have to have it.
0: Um, very J&T what... um, this this sort of because J&T JNT, in j and not J&T because he never wrote this stuff but in j and era especially Eric Sayward would very much start a story with TARDIS malfunctions
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: explosions it... or something go off Peter Davidson was always
1: console. clutching onto
2: the console always clutching wasn't
0: <laughs> the console yeah tilt the camera a little bit not too far it'll fall over um, yeah so I yeah, this, this, this is, I think, I'm talking, probably the, the weakest scene in the story is this first TARDIS scene.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: It, it, it's not great.
1: It's not great. Luckily
0: things pick up.
1: It does pick up because it lands, yeah. and as you say, it's 1879 Scotland, yeah. um, and they just happen to have landed next to Queen Victoria's carriage. Um, I, I like the... Um, my name's James McCrimmon. That's yeah. all right. But the Balamori bit, no. Not yeah again
0: so the doctor knows Balamori yep. but doesn't know when he's being rude. No. These things don't go together. You can have someone that's that's socially inept and doesn't know that you know this stuff or you can have someone that is and especially now because even now most people are not going to know what the hell Balamori is. Yeah. This this is my problem I think with a lot of new who is is they put so many contemporary references in that when you watch it again, and I know it's not designed for that, but when you watch it again, it's it jars because even you know that these jokes are now rapidly out of date.
1: Hmm, yeah. No, 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 it's a bit duff. It's all a bit yeah. duff. Um, and, uh, yeah, they meet the Queen. They meet the Queen, all good old yeah. Pauline. And She,
0: she is, uh, best thing in the episode, she's really good. She is, well, she's good in Brilliant everything actress, she's in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: you notice what I said last week you know a bloody great blue police box has arrived and nobody's gone no what the bloody hell's it, yeah. that you know yeah. it's in the middle of a blooming glen and nobody goes what's that yeah. you know?
0: uh, perception filter perception um, filter yeah the wizard did it um, the other thing I mean this, this bit annoys me a little bit and it gets a bit is the the repeated unfunny jokes so the constant reference to uh, Rose being naked
1: yeah
0: I'm presuming that was written and the idea was she would be even in less clothes it was probably bloody cold or something Ooh, it's Scotland didn't it yeah this 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 weird idea that that the Victorian era that everyone you know if if you showed an ankle you, mm. you were so and it's it's bollocks it was never, no
1: no that's all a cliche
0: you know? yeah it's all a horrible cliche and it okay as a as a one off joke you know but then they keep, they repeat it, I think, three or four times. It's like, it's not funny.
1: I'll tell you what's not funny, and it was really starting to hack me off, is the whole, I'm going to try and make her to say we are yes. not amused.
0: Yeah. And this, this is one of the points where sort of fandom started to turn a little bit, or a certain percentage of fandom started to turn a little bit on Rose, was that this is, A, they're not taking travelling in time at all seriously, um, and this could—they sort of try to do something with this, but too late. So this could have been good if there was a massive. So they—they—they they, they start to not take it seriously. The doctor's, you know, loses his ability to to judge that they're doctor. And then something happens. Someone dies, You know what I mean? Some yeah. major traumatic event, and they go, "Oh, you know, it stops them." To, but no, they never do. So they, you've got these two people, not you know, people have died in this story, and they're making quits. Yeah. Yeah. It in the same scene or just afterwards. It the tonal shift is, is quite weird.
1: It would have been. Well, it's not better because it's still not good. But it, it would have been one thing if just Rose was doing it, yes. and the Doctor got annoyed by it. But he's in on the joke as well, and they're like giggling and uh, uh, and sideways well, glances you, at each other. Yeah, like, I'll can you imagine? Stop it. Can
0: you imagine this? You say being a Tom Baker story, and Sarah Jane making crypts and. and Tom Baker, the fourth doctor, just turned into a completely deadpan. Four people have died, Sarah. Yes, yeah. no, not that would be oh, brilliant. Yeah. But no, to have to have the doctor get involved in it is is it it jars. Yeah. The doctors above this. Yeah. Or should be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, This, you know, her trying to, you know, get the Queen to say we're not amused is, is of course, at Sir Robert's house. They've arrived at Sir Robert's house, who's under the control of this monk who's now dressed, and he's now the butler. Um, And we find out that Prince Albert talked often of the Torchwood estate. Yes. So your ears prick up a little bit. Oh, oh, this is going to be the origin of Torchwood then. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've next got the thing in the cellar is a monk in a cage. Shut up, Billy. So I guess at that point, she had tried telling the Queen to uh, say the line again.
0: Yes, yeah, she makes another attempt. Um, She's Yeah, Rose comes off as really, again, unlikable in this
1: story. Yeah, Yeah. I've then got, there's a local wolf. Or we're just
0: old fogers.
2: (laughs) It
1: could be. There's a local wolf story, but the monk stops Sir Robert saying anything about it. Shut up, Billy. So I guess she tried again there yeah
0: it's oh yes. going to come up a lot isn't it yes yeah um, yeah yeah so there's a bit so they're sort of saying and again this is sort of classic classic Doctor Who in it, isn't it that there's a local legend about something that will happen to be very handy uh, in the story I'm alright with that I quite I, I quite like these where there's uh, folklore and stuff like that hmm again it's just it uh, where was last the two part of last time felt quite slow moving this feels like they're constantly rushing
2: yeah yeah, get it yeah, done,
0: yeah. get it done, get it done. There's no, no time to build up the spookiness.
1: No, no, it's just exposition. Yeah. It's there, and yes. and it just so happens to be a full moon tonight. Yeah. Um. The, the the guards are done away with. They're poisoned. Um. Rose finds a maid in a wardrobe. Yeah. Um. And they get captured, and Victoria is looking for contact with Albert. I guess. That's true. I mean, Queen Victoria, after Prince Albert died, she did. Seriously, get into spiritualism.
0: Yeah, well, um, this is this is the the grand age of the spiritualist movement, isn't it? Of 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 the belief that uh, you could contact the dead. Yeah, you know, through mediums and seances and, and other utter utter bollocks. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and she was she. I mean, the the, the characterisation of Queen Victoria is really nice and this It's you know.
1: The only problem I've got is I can't imagine the real Queen Victoria running down corridors like no. Pauline does um, I, I imagine she probably wasn't physically capable uh, of no that no point. no
0: In her life she was quite quite overweight at um, that point
1: you know yeah. twenty years from her death she, she, yeah. she was quite big
0: yes I do like the fact that, that you know she kills the the guy but I also don't think I, I don't think she would then Say it was the yeah. Then she
1: says it, it was it. the captain. I, mean, she, I don't yeah. know why. I mean, she's the queen; she can yeah. do what she likes. It would have been much
0: better if she could. Have, there could have been a great line where she says, "One disposed of him or something." You know what I mean? It could have been really nice yeah. little. Yeah. And then at that point, Rose looks at her and gulps, sort of thing. You know, where she realizes this isn't a figure of fun. Mm. Yeah. Um, so many little tweaks
1: could be made. I tell you, a tweak that needs making is is. <laughs> Trying to work out what the bloody hell was going on because Sir Robert says the tale of the werewolf, of the wolf. Yes. He doesn't say werewolf just yet, he says the wolf. <laughs> Every month there's howls and once in a generation a human goes missing.
0: Yeah, so so from what I could gather, and again, I, I must admit I got to the end of it. I did make some notes, but for some reason my phone didn't save them. So I got to the end of this this story and I was go I was gonna write down what the plot and I thought hang on, did I did I Zone so no, out they didn't really explain it, so a, a a shooting star that was possibly a part of a spaceship crashed centuries ago, yeah, only one cell survived on it that then was passed down genetically until there was enough to make someone that would turn into a wolf
1: I guess so is that
0: right is that because I thought I've missed something here because this makes no sense whatsoever.
1: Because Rose is talking to this monk, this monk in a cage, and yeah. he says that his body is inhabited by something, and he yes. plans to transfer him himself or itself into Queen Victoria. Yeah.
0: So is is it that is it that the alien is because if the alien's uh, immaterial and it just transfers from body to body, why has it taken so many centuries? To get enough strength, to, to or, or are we supposed to believe that it's inhabited bodies since it crashed, and each one of them is wealth? Because if that's the case, why is why is the werewolf bite contagious? Yes. Why I don't understand that bit. But the the the,
1: the body, this whatever it is, because we never find out what yeah. it is, do we? No. Um, no. The, the body it's inhabiting, that young guy, is that just like the latest version? Is it like I, you know the Blake Seven Dorian's gushed out creature down in the cellar?
0: Well, I, I, I. At one point, I thought I'd got a grip on it, and I thought, oh, okay, so, so the 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 contamination that is the alien has been building up over centuries, and this it's got to this person, and it's now got like enough percentage, like the thing that it can take over the body but then it didn't that didn't seem to be what what was happening also when we see the alien later on it's not a werewolf no it's just a glowing man so what what the whole what is the whole werewolf connection did and the alien did the original alien turn into a werewolf but also the, the this monastery that
1: worship it
0: yes down yeah, the how, road how, how these ninja they, monks what what
1: what, what what, what has that been going on for the 300 years that the thing has been around? I don't why know. would you why, decide to worship yeah. it?
0: And why have they decided just at this point? Yeah, exactly. Why, what was that werewolf
1: doing yeah. during the rest of the month?
0: Yeah, sat around watching Tally.
1: It's
0: all polishing his, uh, his dirty habits. <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't, I must admit, I don't understand the story at all. And I'm, I'm quite willing, if, if any of our listeners can explain it, I'm quite willing to believe that I zoned out. And missed something but it doesn't sound like it because you were watching it as no well. i i didn't you know, understand so, it at all and Anne know? didn't understand it she said what the hell was going on there but knew who i don't
1: know these yeah. things but knew who do they do you know novelizations of the stories uh, no
0: they they are starting before COVID hit they were target were going to start redoing or doing novelization versions of episodes and they've done a few but no, not like the old days where everything would get novelised.
1: Because I thought maybe there might be an answer
0: in there. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I'm confused. I don't know where... And again, this is this is why I suspect it's uh, it's plot element jigsaw where they've just gone... Werewolves, that's cool. We haven't done a werewolf before. Can we do CGI for... Uh, yeah, it's computer, we can do that. Hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's... It, uh, I, I don't know what their grand plan is. So once, the doctors says something about that, can you imagine it? Uh, you'd have atomic power in the Victorian age. Oh yeah, was,
1: coal-driven spaceships.
0: Yeah, no, that's not that's not how that's not how development. That, that's why steampunk is is a, a very very silly idea. That's not how things work.
1: No. No,
0: um, you know you can't advance one thing without advancing everything else to enable that other thing. That's you know, oh, it just annoys me that this is why you don't get laser firing swords.
1: No, no, <laughs>
0: it's, it's mad. Um, but I, I just don't understand this thing's plan or what it's doing or why it's doing it. Or, and I don't think it. I think this is where we said that the story is incidental. I think we're meant to just concentrate on the images and the fact that it's running about and not think
1: too much about it and not think too much about it but the next thing is when the moonlight goes into the cellar (laughs) and this monk in a cage transforms
0: well yeah but I don't understand this either that that moonlight transforms it presumably brings out its true form even though that isn't its true form but 20
1: minutes later it kills yeah
0: it kills it if you have slightly too much (laughs) moonlight projected through a perfect diamond that he just throws on the floor that's not how prisms work right um yeah I I don't understand All right. well I don't understand I do like as well that Anne when we're watching it and they're talking about a telescope and he goes that's not a telescope and Anne goes yeah they'll use that to kill the yeah, the werewolf, won't he, he
1: says at the beginning there's too many prisms in it, doesn't yes. he? You know, yeah. so here we go. Um, but yeah, yeah, he transforms, and you know, it starts off we've got some prosthetic work going on, yes. but then it switches to CGI. Yeah,
0: American Werewolf, it's not, is it?
1: Or the Howling, definitely the howling. not. No, or, or, um,
0: yeah. I mean, it's it's not horrendous, it's not. I've seen worse, um, but whatever, why ever they thought that BBC. Funded CGI could do this. I don't. I think that was over ambitious.
1: Well, you've got two companies. You've got the BBC who actually, you know, rendered yeah. the CGI werewolf, but they actually fielded out the fur work to a more specialist company that could do better fur. But yeah. in the end, though, Can you ma- d-
0: yeah. Can you imagine this done? A la dog soldiers, where it's mm. men dressed up on stilts. Oh, that would have been good.
1: Yeah. Or the howling, you know, Rob Bottin stuff on yeah. the howling. Then that would have been good. And this is the problem. I mean, your, your central uh, um, villain is something that back then I can... I, I, I don't know, I I would have gone, oh, I don't know. But now, so it wasn't, I mean... It,
0: yeah, it wasn't believable back then, trust me.
1: <laughs> and, and, and CGI dates, we yeah. say it time and time again. And especially, yeah. um, you know, older CGI... Um, that shot when he's howling at the moon—it's like oh dear, oh dear—and um, uh, the the doctor calls it beautiful because we've got to have a thing yeah. about you know the doctor you, you know uh, adores all life forms, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, which I, I I quite like that. I think that's a nice touch that when com- confronted by these creatures, the doctor's first response is ah, oh, lovely. Because I'd to be fair, I'd be like that if it was a giant cat attacking me I'd be oh <laughs> yeah. as I'm being eaten yeah um yeah so I, I quite like that and I, I quite like that side of of Tennant's doctor as well that um, the, and this is this is I think this should have been played up more that, that the doctor is is ultimately fascinated by everything
1: yeah but that's how he always has been I mean you yeah. know I think the very first time you and I ever talked about Doctor Who on a podcast on Effectively Speaking when we talked about the giant fly In the Green Death,
0: the doctor says it's beautiful. What a beautiful
1: creature! After he's just killed it, yeah. Yeah.
0: And this is what the doctor should be doing—not rolling on the floor laughing and taking part in stupid jokes. I mean, immediately after this, we get that. Where they look at it, so that you get in a really nice scene, and then Rose turns to the doctor and says, Tell you what, though, werewolf. And he goes, <laughs> and, it's and it's like, like that s- it brings you straight out of it. Yeah. It's like, Oh, God.
1: All these scenes, all these little chummy mm. best mates yeah. scenes, are just they're not for me I maybe the general public did yeah, like no, it and, and you say you know Rose was popular uh, yeah, Rose with was young, really young girls popular. and maybe these are the moments that they liked but yeah. for these old jaded Who fans it's not for us
0: no it's um, the weakest part <laughs> tell us the weakest part of this entire episode is uh, is almost the relationship between the doctor and Rose
1: yeah um, and that shouldn't be the, no it shouldn't the, be. Sh- the problem shouldn't be the Relationship between the Doctor and his companion.
0: No, that that yeah, you think that shouldn't be what you're concentrating on. Going on, oh, would be better if the Doctor and the companion weren't in this. Yeah, <laughs> that's mm. not a good good thing. Not at all. Um, uh,
1: another thing. I, I've I, re- I try
0: and imagine what this story would be like with the Doctor and say Donna. I think it would be immeasurably better.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Or or you know, the Eleventh Doctor and Amy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just think there's there's something there's something horrendously unwholesome about the whole Doctor Rose.
1: And when he yeah. when we get into I stories who's like, oh my Rose and it's like Oh yeah. God, shut up. Um talking about shutting up, I've I've written overbearing music overlong running around corridors and yeah, I don't yes. like the music in You Who. It's it's just too it's just too much. It's over the top on, and it's far too loud. Bring
0: Dudley back, don't you?
1: Bring Dudley. back Dudley, that's what I say, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I'm, I don't remember. I don't remember really re- thinking too much about the music in here. So sometimes, I think sometimes New Who has really good incidental music. But this, I don't think there's anything special because I didn't remember. I couldn't. I couldn't hum it to you now. No. Um, the corridor stuff. I'd forgotten just how much corridor running about there was in this. People people say about corridor running in classic Who's got nothing on this one.
1: No. No. Um,
0: can you imagine though that? I sort of compare this. This reminds me a bit of of uh, Alien Three, whereas it should have been Alien. So imagine the werewolf just being being an actual suit with like hands just coming around the corner, and the face starts to slow moving.
2: Mm.
0: You know, indomitable. It's coming towards you. You can't. But no, we get and we get this a lot in, especially in this era of Who, of of villains that are horrible cgi's that move a fair clip down corridors
1: yeah and and you know when you see the werewolf going down these corridors not for one second do i believe that that is actually there that that is actually in that corridor not for one second and then you've got that terrible terrible split screen moment where you've got the doctor on one side of the door and this massive close-up of the werewolf on the other side of the door and it's like but does that doesn't look in any way no that's Real? where
0: you need you need uh, for close-ups. You need an animatronic head. That yeah. could have been good. I quite like the concept of it. I thought it was quite a nice concept. To where the Doctor listens and it goes across and there's, yeah. you know, um, but then he immediately, even while the werewolf's still there, he goes, "It's gone." Well, no, it's not. It's still there. We can see it. It's, <laughs> you know, I do like I quite this like the bit. Concept of, yeah, of, of the 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 uh, uh, the the whatever. I can't remember what it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, Hawthorne or anything like that. What the hell... It's Mistletoe. Mistletoe, that was it. Yeah. I quite like the concept of that being built into the the room. But this does sort of beg the question, was the werewolf about then when his dad was doing this? Yeah, because his dad
1: knows about it, and it's like yeah. once a month. Because, you know, the, the head monk says about, it's taken ages to wait for you to come along through yeah. Scotland when there's a full moon. So he... that. Again, I mean, when it's not a full moon, that person who turns into a werewolf, is he just an alien in a human body then?
0: I presume so. Also, they yeah, he says, we had to wait an in, interminable age for you to come visit us. Well, you could have gone down south. You've got...
2: Yeah, on a full 28
0: moon. ...28 days between full moons to get down to London and take over the Queen Net. You're just a lazy, lazy <laughs> alien.
1: Yes. Um, I like this scene you know the the mistletoe thing when they're trapped yeah. in the room because you know David's alright he's not mugging yeah. um, and we don't have stupid lines I don't like them him giving Rose a hug um, no that's not uh, on No,
0: but but yeah I think playing to David Tennant's strengths he's, he's really good in these being trapped situations yeah. He, he conveys the, the, the and I loved it he conveys the danger and the danger they're in but then immediately blows it with one liners to Rose yeah you know because he's really good at doing the we're all gonna die type
1: acting. maybe Rose is the problem then because you said yeah. at the beginning you know a, a story that I don't remember the one where he's on a spaceship alone with some people and uh, yeah. maybe Rose is the problem um, yeah.
0: yeah I think I think David Tennant's better off on his own and like I said I can I, I can see why Donna is so so praised up by people and I think that's purely for the fact that they cut out the entire relationship angle.
1: Yeah there's no, there's no is, love is there.
0: Yeah, which is really 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 also unsavory as well that the assumption because she's a, a woman closer to the doctor's age uh, the actor's age, there couldn't possibly be any hanky panky. Mm. That's such a weird. It's bad, isn't it? Thing, is it? Yeah, there's, there's definitely a, a an unsavory angle to yeah. this. And this is this is this is a consequence of. And they, they they knew this in Classically. This is a consequence of having any sort of sexuality to the doctor. Otherwise, it does bring these questions up. Mm. You know, it's it's. It, yeah, again,
1: you're, you're, you're absolutely right. There shouldn't be sexuality to the Doctor. No. You know, what, whenever in, you know, classic Who, did you have uh, the merest hint of anything like that between the Doctor and his companion?
0: Yeah. This is... This is... Um, I and mean, when you think about it, it's the Doctor having sexual thoughts for his companion. It's bestiality. That's because true. Because they're different species. Yes. And... Um, I, I can understand like the doctor having almost a, a pet like relationship with the companions, and that could that was could have been really interesting to explore that that I you know that while you're with them they're the greatest thing ever but as soon as they go I'm going to get another pet
2: hmm.
0: that's what it should be and I think they hinted at it in the next story with Sarah Jane coming back but the whole yeah, the whole this ancient alien fancies a sixteen or seventeen-year-old chav is just mind-boggling that they they push this so heavily.
1: It's very strange as well because you know I was saying to you, um, um, you know, I just watched Seeds of Doom. Um, that's been my yeah. you know my, my breakfast viewing, and um, the same day that I watched this for this was the same time one of the episodes where the Doctor just says oh this is my best friend Sarah Jane yeah, and and that's their relationship isn't it you yeah. know and, and yeah, no more yeah, best
0: friends yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they shouldn't they shouldn't ever be a sexual element to it and that's not being prudish or anything like that it, it's not that there's there is room there's time and a place for all this stuff but the very nature of this character Mm. it throws up so many questions that it it almost it almost breaks the show Mm. well I know when
1: I was watching these ones you know this I I, I remember those feeling of just like this isn't for me this isn't my who you know
2: no Hmm.
1: Okay. Interesting stuff. Um. Let, let's move on a bit. Um. Yes. The the monks outside who do absolutely sod all. They're wearing mistletoe yeah. to stop the werewolf. They um,
0: are. Yeah. Because yeah, the werewolf, for some reason, well, they say he's been conditioned. Not the monks have conditioned him not to want to touch mistletoe. I yes. Thought, I don't know. I'd love to see that happening. Just hitting him on the nose. Bad boy. <laughs> But if, but if
1: it's yeah, but if it's conditioning, how does he know there's mistletoe that seeped into the wood of those doors, and that's why he can't get through? I just smell.
0: I don't know what this mistletoe
1: smell like. Mistletoe don't smell, I don't think. Anyway, uh, the, the doctor inside the room he twigs what's going on here, yes. what, what 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 has been happening, and yeah, they something fell into the glen three hundred years before. Yep. And. Queen Victoria's got that diamond, that big yeah, famous the diamond. In R. Yeah, I don't think it, that's exactly what it looks like in real life.
0: No, um, that, that did look like a comedy
1: <laughs> diamond. It does. Yeah. It yeah. does. Yeah, it's it's worthy of the Blake Seven tat, isn't it? It is. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, it's true again that um, Albert was obsessed with having it cut perfectly and kept cutting it and cutting it, and it got smaller and smaller. Um, which is, I mean, there's, we'll bypass the whole thing that it was a stolen diamond and it's a cultural crime <laughs> what they did. Yeah, we'll we'll gloss over that because it, it's the so handy for killing werewolves. Rule
1: Britannia, eh? Right? Yeah,
0: Rule Britannia.
1: Yeah, um, but that's when Wolfie comes in through the skylight. Um, and, yes, and and again he he's he's fended off by mistletoe water, but you're conditioned not to like mistletoe but how does he know then that mistletoe is in that water
0: yeah mm. and wouldn't it if it, it, if you're conditioned to, to avoid mistletoe that's not the same as the mistletoe hurting you mm. so so they should have chucked the water on him and he should have gone oh even if he sensed oh mistletoe hang on but in that oh, right.
1: yeah in that case yeah. you could throw anything at him and say there's yeah. mistletoe in that yeah because he's not going to know no Hmm. All right, well, we've got the daft bit now. This is the bit where, you know, like yourself, like Anne, you know, this telescope has been built by Sir Robert's father yeah. for just this moment, for this, because he knew about the wolf, but, you know, he was stopped by the monks. The monks suppressed it. I don't know how the monks further down the glen stopped. This lord from revealing all about his suspicions uh, on the uh, werewolf. So instead, he makes this thing that people think are a telescope, which channels and focuses moonlight.
0: Yes, but needs a focusing lens.
1: But you need that which diamond to, get, to yeah. be there. It, but you also need the werewolf to be standing in that room. So, so Roberts, but let's,
0: yeah, let's let's go a bit further on that as well. So, the implication is that when Albert visited Sir Robert's dad uh, this was all discussed. Yes. And That that Sir Albert was oh, Sir Albert that uh, Albert Prince Albert was cutting the diamond because he was obsessed with making it perfect to fit this laser projector. Right. Yeah. So it it makes no sense why the Queen's brought it with her because she says she wanted it to get it cut as well. So that it's not that... I can understand if Sir Robert's dad was a jewel cutter and that would make some sense, but no. It's somewhere else in Edinburgh yeah. that is the guy that can cut this to Albert's specification. So how did he know that she would stop there? Because it seemed she didn't announce that she was going there anyway. They no. only stopped there because it was close by. So that... it, it It's such a huge coincidence. But then also, and it, this got me this time as well again, because why hasn't he built a holder for this diamond to this exact specification (laughs) that and the doctor slots it in that's weird it looks like it it goes in there slots it in no it just chucks it on the floor
1: yeah but even if he had right supposing prince albert hadn't died (laughs) prince albert got the diamond you know to exact the thing and there was a slot on that telescope to fit it in what then because the, well, got, the werewolf got is lure, in the monastery.
0: Yeah, you've got to lure a, a werewolf into your house. Hmm. Now, you've made one room that's protected. might have been made to put its family in as, like, a, a bunker. I don't know. But you've got to get him in front of that telescope. Yeah. While the moon's full, adjust it, throw the diamond on the floor, and then the moonlight, which activates the werewolf, also pulls the alien out. Yes. But we don't see the dead body, do we? We don't see the man. Do we see the monk? No, no. He He disappears, don't he? He just disappears. Concentrated moonlight burns monks away. Handy to know. Um, It levitates him for some reason.
1: It transforms him. Yeah. And then he says thank you and and then just disappears.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he says thank you. Turn it up. Yeah. But if he was suicidal... Why didn't he just... Why is he trying to perpetrate Oh, it, none of it makes any sense. It's such...
1: It's like it's you such... said earlier. Yeah. You know, this is fantasy. This isn't science yeah. fiction at all. No. It's fantasy written by somebody who's got no no background no in writing science of, fiction yeah. or fantasy.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's written by someone that at the end of it would say, uh, and then they woke up. Or it, the wizard did it. Or it yeah it's, it's so weird,
1: yeah. No, it it's so no weird. yeah it makes no sense it makes no sense shortly after that we've got this little dangling plot line was she bitten or was she just yeah. scratched um, again
0: they go into horrendous smug mode
1: they do they do uh, yeah. he becomes Sir uh, Doctor of TARDIS terrible um, and then Dame Rose of whatever estate she's from, yeah. um, and and then we do get the uh, I am not amused. Right, so she she's hacked off with these two, right? Because
0: yeah, it, so she rewards them.
1: Yeah, she she rewards them before then saying you are banished. I don't want yeah. any you, you anywhere near me. I it's good that Queen Victoria has realised they aren't from her world, you know, yeah. and and her time, and she's figured this out, but she actually goes through the
0: thing of actually
1: knighting him before banishing him what's that all about then
0: yeah i other other than it's a a little twist at the end yeah it makes no sense that she would knight them thank them then banish them Mm. if she was that if she was that worried that there that death follows them and that they bring the dangers um yeah, it's, I mean, it's a nicely little acted scene. I think Pauline Collins does, you know, is, is really good in this. And I do love the, the bit at the end where she says, "I oh, you set up an institute, I shall call it Torchwood. I expected someone afterwards to go, oh, what's a dull name?
2: Um, <laughs> in a
0: Douglas Adams way. Yeah, <clears> and it's good. I mean, it doesn't really fit. At this point, they had no concept of what Torchwood would be other than the very, very, very basic So it doesn't really fit, and then they have to do horrendous retconning in Torchwood the series to to get where they get to with it. But um, yeah, it's nice. I like. I like the ending. It's good. But then it's immediately spoiled with the going back to the TARDIS and Ugh. and to go in. You know,
1: about the royal family uh, being again, werewolves. How many
0: people have just died?
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's all. A I laugh. mean, I
0: can understand that if the Doctor's got the view that. Humanity are just pets. Then I, you know, I could sort of that. But why is? I mean, it shows what a horrendous person Rose is. So if they, if they'd have gone back to say nine eleven. Mm had a little adventure there and then you know going back through the rubble would they be joking about you know they would yeah
1: yeah no it, it is bad. Yeah. it is bad um the torchwood institute thing you know that queen yes. victoria the the question i've got there because i don't know torchwood so i yeah. don't know but but i always thought that it was um the um the invasion of or was it the Yetis in the Underground, which which formed Unit because the the world's eyes were open to the fact that there is extraterrestrial threat. I thought that Unit was the very first thing, but here we find out that it no, was so, in 1879.
0: So, yeah, so we, we, we get, again, retconned that... So Torchwood was formed in the Victorian era. Um, you do actually see, so in one of the Torchwood episodes, Captain Jack visits the... Uh, the original Torchwood hub with the Victorian science. It's actually quite a nice episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they get to the Dalek Cyberman invasion where uh, Torchwood HQ gets destroyed. And I can't remember quite the plot details, but all all the actual Torchwood people get killed. And Captain Jack goes back and stumbles across the Torchwood hub and he decides to remake it to honour the Doctor, but unfortunately hires... Atomorons. Yeah. which is is quite nice. It's quite a nice little. That's typically British sort of thing. Just higher idiots. Um, but yeah, Fawlty this towers. is so all, yeah faulty towers. Irially so all the time. All the time that unit were fighting off uh, aliens. Torchwood was there behind oh. behind the scenes. It doesn't make a lick of sense. No, you've got the only way Doctor Who works is if you if if you go with the multiverse. Theory that all of these stories are just taking place in a different.
1: Well, every time he does a, a yeah, every time he does any, every time he travels in time. in
0: time, yeah, you're in a different uh, universe. You're in a different dimension. That's so the only way any of this.
1: works. That explains a lot because this is a, a a question I've always had with Doctor Who is that you know I mean and we'll as this show goes on and we build up you know just when the yeah. Doctor was where in the world and at what time you know you have all these invasions and everything but you know ten years later nobody remembers it
0: yeah you well know. they do they, they they do make especially in New Who they do make mention a few times of of the fact that no one remembers I mean there, there's one story where the doctors I think I think it might be talking to Domo, and he's sort, of, he's sort of saying last Christmas invasion no Christmas before that a big spaceship over London no do you remember when the thing was? Watching? Do you remember the Daleks? And no, and they, no one remembers. It's like humanity is, uh, is just idiots.
1: Well, there's no explanation yeah. for it.
0: No, no, it's all—it's very much hand waved away of. Oh. Of, uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, they did it in the original one, didn't they? Where Sir McCoy says to Ace about the, yeah, is it the underground and the segment emerging from the series? and says that what is it, the humanity's propensity for uh you know for not facing the truth is amazing right um, right yeah so it's it's i don't i don't think it's a new who phenomenon but new who really did it
1: right um,
0: that's uh, it's interesting you say
1: that because uh i've got a thing here saying that um that russell t davis originally had the idea that the werewolf kills queen victoria right and, and this would then be the event which would cause the creation of the parallel universe to you know and then that's why we then get the Cybermen being created in yeah. a different way. It, it was that—that's the the fulcrum. That's the nexus point yeah. that actually That'd split. Be quite,
0: I mean, that, yeah, that would have been quite good actually. Because again, we we get that that's a cup out. So they 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 go to the, the alternate universe and there's Cybermen there, and then we see Cybermen, there. and then finally in the um, Peter Capaldi one where they say that uh, inevitably every civilization will produce Cybermen. Yeah, they just happen to look exactly the same. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, yeah, it's, I think that would have been a good thing if... And they could have explored the whole alternate universe side of it. Well, I and like the idea. If voices. that had happened,
1: if this is the point, you know, say Queen Victoria died and they went off and suddenly they're in a parallel universe, that means everything that we see from that moment in New Who is in a different universe to Classic Who. So yes. that that can be an explanation not only for the Cybermen but ridiculous things like seeing Davros as a little boy and all these things you know it's not the universe of the classic Who.
0: No, and I think they they sort of did that, but they didn't acknowledge it because I suppose at that point you fandom would be uh, as they traditionally are up in arms, wouldn't they? Because this is a, but they could have done they could have acknowledged that had it happened. Um, it's it's almost like a big red reset button. From they could have done anything at that point. Mm. You know, I mean, I, I I admire the way that the uh, the Star Trek universe was reset by J.J. Abrams, in that it was incredibly clever that you could then redo the stuff you wanted to do. There's no, you're not then constrained by fifty years of continuity. Mm. Um, which I think that. This is the trouble with Doctor Who is that that it's both it, it's so constrained by its own history now yeah. that whatever you do is going to sort of piss someone off.
1: Well, look at the so, latest yeah. events in the latest yeah. Who, what that's done, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I, even to the point now where people are theories, you know, online where i are saying, "Oh, Ruth is actually uh, an alternate universe Doctor, and the Doctor at some point must have stumbled into a an alternate universe." Uh, it's the, it's almost desperation trying to tie this all up. It doesn't fit together. Every story is unique. Yes. Yeah. Every story is a new adventure. Live with it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it for what you can. And it's a TV I mean, show. It's a TV show. It's not. It's is. National nice secret. It's not really that important.
1: No. No. You know. It's not Blake setter.
0: I mean, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. No, I mean, my I, my life is spent collecting Doctor Who stuff. But at the end of the day. It's it's a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: a bit of fun, it's, and that's how it way, should be.
0: Yeah, it's a way to uh, give you something to do while you wait to die, <laughs> and that's life.
1: Very nicely put. Very nicely put. And you know, I mean, you know, um, as we go through further you, new who's, um, you know, my my stance on it is like well, it's just not for me. You know, some yeah. of the things they're just not for me. I'm not going to get upset. But you by can, it or yeah, you can enjoy it. it. Yeah,
0: you can enjoy it, even though it's and. and I don't know whether I've just got more mellow when I've got older, but had had I been in my twenties with new and knew who would have been about then, if that had been the era and I would have been in my twenties, it would have annoyed the shit out of me. Mm. I wouldn't I don't, I think I would have given up because I was obsessed I was obsessed with continuity, I was obsessed with fitting everything together. Um, I couldn't give it crap now. If, if it gives you ninety minutes of fun, yeah. Get in there, get yeah. in there. Like it was, this, we've just we've picked this apart because that's like that's what our job is on this to to critique it. I, I enjoyed the forty-five minutes I spent watching. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was yeah, silly. Yeah. It annoyed me sometimes. It made me laugh. You know, it sent you know it got Gave your things to think back about. My neck when they mentioned Torchwood. Torchwood. Yeah, it's it's a laugh.
1: It's, a, it's laugh. a laugh. It's a laugh. All right, let's let, 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 let's move on a bit. Um, yes. Uh, so the werewolf. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Here we go. I'm, I'm. 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 very interested to see where he. he, he
0: yeah. <laughs> right. That's what it reminds me of. They should have pulled the head off at the end. It's old Mister Ponsonby.
1: All along, yes.
0: Yeah. It was Prince Albert all along. He wasn't there. <laughs> Drats, you got me.
1: Right. Okay. Design rating. Yes. Now. Now, just the um, look of this yeah. werewolf. What do you think? Just the uh, no, look he's,
0: of it. He's, he's far too cuddly for me. I felt sorry for him. I thought, oh, he's, he's like a. Um, no, did not for me. Do you remember the massive, great big figure they released? Oh, oh, did they? I used to have that. Yeah, massive thing. It, it towered above all the other figures. It, it wouldn't stand very well on the shelf. So it had very weak ankles. Poor thing. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm not a great fan of this design of werewolf. I, I, I much prefer like the, um, the, uh, the. Uh, the dogs one uh, Dog Soldiers I, Dog Soldiers I much prefer Dog Soldiers version uh, it's not scary it's not gonna, I'd, I'd, I'd go this is going to be low off me I'm going to go 2
1: A 2
2: alright
1: I mean I can see what they're going for they're going yep, for yep. um, you know um, uh, you know um, the howling they're trying to go for you know underworld the cape sale films were out at that time weren't yes, they, 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 that's they true, well.
0: yeah but they they at least did it that they would have actual things between the CGI transformations yeah you know use the CGI to transform if you want to I mean you can do it you know in a classic way um, but you have to have that you have to have that suit on the set at some point yeah to, to, to sort of secure it to your reality
1: yeah, and it's like you were saying—if you had some sort of animatronic that they yeah, could work with, good. instead of when you do have the close-ups, you've just got the CGI. Yeah. Uh, which brings us on to the effectiveness. Um, uh, you. Oh, by the way, yeah, you gave you, you gave it a two. I gave it a three. Oh, okay. um, so that's giving him a two and a half. All right.
0: Um, I, effectiveness for me is a one. Yep. They tried. <laughs> I won't. I can't give it a zero because. It sort of does the job in the... At no point are you ever convinced this is anything other than a, a cheap CGI effect. Mm. So yeah, I'd go one. I can't yeah. really give it much.
1: Help. I'm matching you in that one, yeah. right? Which puts him on on. If you're talking design, he's between the axon human and the empty child. But when you're talking about effectiveness, he's between the axon human and the. Old, good old Terry Liptal. Right.
0: That makes me feel sorry for the Terry Liptal. Yes.
1: And then the <laughs> final one, which is the most important one, the ad- Adversary Rating. Uh, still at the bottom, we've got the Axon Humans. Um, Will he ever be
0: beat?
1: I think he might. Um, 1.25. But, yeah, yeah um, the Werewolf here, 1.75. So, yeah. he's not far off the bottom.
0: Bless him. He's not He's not doing well, is he? Like no. I said, I enjoyed it. I'm not... I enjoyed it. I'd, I'd watch it again.
1: But what do you think? I mean, when you know Russell T. Davis proposes, um, I've got a story. It's a werewolf one. Do, do people turn around and go, "We can't do a werewolf. We haven't got the money or the, you know, the expertise I, to do it properly."
0: I think they were riding high. I think they would. They were being a bit rose and the doctor. They were being a bit smug. They were riding high and thought, you know, the the. Uh, well, who was the effects? That's not the works. Who was it? Uh, they used to do uh, there.
1: I think it was the works.
0: Was the works. Um yeah, yeah cardic played base place yeah. was the works. So I think I think they possibly were riding a bit high and and, and were a bit overconfident. I just I, I really can't understand why they didn't do a suit though. Do you think it I don't it,
1: get it. Here's another question. Do you think it might be deliberate that we can't have it too scary because it's going out on a Saturday early evening? Therefore, could, we've got to do it CGI and make him a little bit cuddly because we don't want to yeah. scare off the children.
0: You, you could be right on that. I mean, it it, it does sound like a cop out when people go, "Oh, we we couldn't make it too scary." But there there are guidelines in place. The BBC mm. has guidelines on what can be shown, what can't be shown, how scary you make it. May sound. So that it could be that they that it was. I mean, I don't think CGI fur at that point could ever have done it. But the actual, like the design of the face, it's not a scary face. No. It does look like a big dog.
1: A puppy dog um, as well.
0: A puppy dog, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's got horrible. Um, it reminded me a little bit of you remember the garm from *Terminus*? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Actually, thinking about that, yeah, perhaps they shouldn't have done it. <laughs> <No. laughs> Yeah, you right. could be right that it, it, it was deliberately designed. I mean, because he's a talented old folk, aren't they? You know, I mean, Inver- is it stuff.
1: Inferno? You've got a guy that looks a bit werewolf-like. Yeah,
0: yeah. You've got the uh, in Inferno. You've got the people that turn green and become sort of werewolfy. They become primitive primates aren't they? they
1: yes. Them. Yeah. No. 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 I, I. I. I don't. I don't think that, they should have had something else. Not a werewolf. Yeah. The BBC weren't up to it. You know. Uh, you either go really, really. Rob Boteen howling style or you go the other way and go Lon Chaney yeah. Junior and have a man in a
0: yeah I, I mean in a fur suit. I, I would have liked that I mean yeah I, no one tends to go down the Lon Chaney route anymore do they no I think I think the howling and American Werewolf has so so changed the concept of a werewolf that I'm not sure whether you could get away with that man no. with a furry face anymore but that would have been nice to see hmm Hmm. I like a werewolf that wears, uh, that wears comfortable slacks.
1: There's a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, before we go, um, we've just got to put the earth date. We have got yes. a fixable earth date again, haven't we? 1879.
0: 1879. Yes. Somewhere I just outside it, Edinburgh. Yeah. Which is um, one of my most memorable years for that era, because, of course, that was when um, the Battle of Rourke's Drift and San Luana took place Zulu fame so, of course yeah yeah. so while they were doing that um, her armies might have been being slaughtered in the Transvaal
1: yeah, yeah. alright Um. so that's that I mean yeah that's our second uh, oldest historical then because we've got 1666 yeah. with the fifth doctor now we've got 1879 I
0: wonder what the most busy year will be
1: well that's what I'm thinking it's got to be the 70s it's got to be the 70s yeah. I, think, I think when we yeah, you know, been doing this for quite a while the 70s and the 80s are just going to be manic, you're going to have all these different yeah. versions of the Doctors, you know, within months of each other
0: Yeah, I wonder if they ever bumped into each other
1: Well at the moment, the, the busiest period, we've got 1973 with the third Doctor yeah. in Kent um, and then mid 70s, the second Doctor in London for the Web of Fear, yeah. so that's the nearest that we've got to two of them meeting so far
0: all right. I bet we'll get a busy day at
1: some point. We will. We will. Um, well, I think we're going to be a bit more historical next week. Uh, All right,
0: yes, it's your your choice. I don't know what this one's going to
1: be. Nope, no, nor do you, listener. So here, here it comes. It's my t- choice to choose the very first Matt Smith adversary. Um, and I'm going with a race I can't say, right?
0: <laughs> that- so, so that's a good start.
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't want to even attempt to say it. You're a much bigger Who fan than me. If I, okay. if 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 I say uh, something else, you might be able to tell me what their name is. All right. I'll so give it a go. I'm going to leave it at the Vampires of Venice.
0: Oh God, yeah, no, I, yeah, I couldn't tell you their name.
1: It begins with S. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's all I know. Shall and let, I look at it.
0: Let me. Uh... Let me uh, Google that, and we'll see if we can pronounce it. All right. Um so vampires. Are...
1: And this is this is a bit funny because you know um, I I had chosen this before you announced that you wanted to talk about you know tooth and claw. So so yes. we, we we have a classic universal horror creature of the werewolf this time. Next time we're talking vampires.
0: This this will be an interesting because I I barely remember. Uh, this one. Well, see, oh, I yeah.
1: do, and and you know no. the design of them has stuck with me, and I it, this is a new Who that I remember quite well. So.
0: Toby Whithouse as well, good good writer. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I love being a human. um No one seems to put the name on there. No. Um, no. Well, we'll. we'll I've got it written down
1: time. somewhere, yeah. and yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and call good. ourselves
0: Doctor Who fans. <laughs> um, do you think? So do you think they'll be better than the Fenwick vampires?
1: Well, we'll find out in seven days, won't we?
0: We will, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I've not revisited Matt Smith. I'm trying to think, ever,
1: ever, ever, ever. But you've yeah. got them on DVD, but oh, you I've just got them don't. all on DVD. I, <laughs> have have <laughs> you watched them when you bought them on no. DVD?
0: No, I've never. Some, I, uh, one of my Matt Smith ones. I was, I was tidying up my DVDs the other day to find Tooth and Claw. So I, I forgot. I didn't realise it was so early in Tenants' run. And uh, one of my Matt Smith ones was still sealed. Really? Yeah.
1: You are a collector, aren't you? I
0: do. I, i have got to have it. it. Yeah, I got to have it. I can't can't have that gap in there. Mm. Um, I'm just hoping I have. I am actually missing one one volume, which is uh, season eight. I think I'm missing. Right. You know when they released it in two, they would release in oh, two parts? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. So annoyingly, and I'm missing the second part. I hope this isn't in that run. But if not, I'm sure it'll be on Netflix or
1: something. Oh, it's on Netflix, definitely. Yeah. All all knew who is. Yeah. Alright, well yeah, Matt Smith next time then. And, uh, oh, and, that'd and, be and good. Uh, more vampires.
0: Alright. Okay, yeah, so it was classic, classic stuff.
1: Oh indeed. <laughs> mm. Okay, alright. Well, yep, yeah, see you next time
0: then, Ian. Nice one, I'll see you next time. Right, okay. Bye bye. Thanks then. Bye.